New York's number two sports show. The New York Rangers defeat the Detroit Red Wings by a score of 5-3 to three at Madison Square Garden. They extend their point streak to eight. So they are 7-0-1 in the last eight games. They came off of the overtime, uh, sorry, the shootout loss uh, against the Minnesota Wild, which was not a well-played game by the Rangers. They took a 3-0 lead. They then trailed 4-3. They tied it up, ultimately losing it in the shootout. But they really had a very strong game. The Rangers were great in the first two periods. They had a 5-0 lead. And then, you know, a combination of maybe taking their foot off the gas in Detroit, you know, playing with some hunger in the third. And Detroit, you know, scored three goals in the third. But the Rangers do a really good job all the way around. Again, you know, you'd like some of these third periods to be better, but they have not been bad to the point where it's really cost the Rangers at all to this point. So the Rangers improved their overall record to 9-2-1. and one. And the lineup was... The one change in the lineup was Barkley Goodrow back from paternity leave. So he would be in the lineup and Johnny Brodzinski out, which was kind of my preference. And so there were some forward changes line-wise. One in relation to that, where uh, Benino ends up being the third-line center. Goodrow uh, centers the fourth line. But other changes, Blake Wheeler moves up to the first line to play with uh, Zabanajad and Kreider, and then Kako's in the third line with Benio and Cooley. So I wouldn't say Wheeler being on the first line really made much of a difference at all. That Zabanajad line, even strength-wise, still continues to have problems in terms of scoring goals. They do a good job defensively, but you need them to provide offense. They haven't really done that at all, and yet the Rangers are still really doing great. So I guess that's a good sign, but... Um, Kako is moved down and deservedly so. I don't think Blake Wheeler deserved the promotion. Uh, not at all. In fact, if it were up to me, Will Cooley would have been the one that should have, that you could have given that to. Although if you did that, then it, I don't think you could make it work in terms of, I feel like you'd be a little bit too top heavy and, you know, Cooley by trade is a left wing. So if you move him to the right, then you know, I think that you're looking at some problems as far as uh, Kako and Wheeler. You know, they neither of them can play the left side. So, um, but yeah, defense was the same. Connor Mackey was a healthy scratch again. And, you know, Jones and Schneider were a lot better, certainly offensively. Uh, the first two periods, like Zach Jones in the offensive zone, you see the skill. Uh, in the third period, some issues. And I don't feel great about them at all, but that's what they're deciding to go with. And Eric Gustafson continues to be really good. I'm just, I'm just very impressed by him um, in terms of what he's able to do. You know, he was he looked good on the power play in in, in uh, with Adam Fox out. He, you know, really, um, you know, has kind of fit in seamlessly with this team. And then goaltending wise, Igor. Scratched again. Jonathan Quick starts again with Louis Domingue backing him up. So I think Shister will be back soon. Will it be next game? Not necessarily. Uh, and until then, I think they'll just roll with Quick. I don't think you'll see Domingue start. There's really no reason to. And Quick, look, the stats probably ended up not being great. Yeah, nothing special, but he was good. You, you know, again, Quick, um, he's done a nice job. Like the three goals that he gave up. Don't really have a problem with, with, I don't know, maybe one of them. But the game was out of reach at that point anyway. So, um, 
this was a very strong performance. And it's the Red Wing team that was coming off of a win against the Bruins. Like the Red Wings are very much a team that might make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. We'll see. Uh, they're an improving team with a lot of you know speed and skill. But the Rangers, I mean, really, I thought the Rangers the first two periods were really good five on five. You know, not as much in the third, but there's a caveat to that. But the, the special teams was great. Rangers were two for three on the power play, whereas Detroit was 0 for six. So just a lot of good there uh, across the board. So let's start it out. The Rangers jump out to an early lead. Uh, Billy Husso and net for the Detroit Red Wings. And it's a goal for Vincent Trocek. It would be the first of two goals for Trocek. It was his second goal of the season assisted by Eric Gustafson. So Trocek takes a pass from Gustafson, um, you know, and, and I guess, you know, he's on the right side. I don't know if it was a three on two exactly, but he had some room, didn't really have any passing options. So he takes a shot on net and he scores. Uh, it's one that who so maybe wants to have back. But, you know, Trocek's one of the few guys that does kind of at times have a shoot first mentality. And the Rangers take a one nothing lead and the Rangers really dominated fight the first half. Three quarters of that first period, it was all Rangers. There were a couple of penalties. Blake Wheeler at 5-16 trips Olimata. And for Wheeler, that was the first of a couple penalties. He's kind of had a habit of taking penalties. So, again, for Wheeler, like, he hasn't hurt them. But overall, I haven't loved what I've seen from him. But I digress. Rangers kill off the penalty, as the Ranger penalty kill has been really spectacular lately. Then at 12-10, Will Cooley, who, even though I'm giving him praise, he has also taken penalties as well. He's called for holding against Dylan Larkin, but the Ranger penalty deal again, kills it off, and the Rangers uh, leave the first period up 1-0. And then in the second period, they absolutely explode. However, it does start out with a penalty against Blake Wheeler. At 37 seconds, he holds Jeff Petrie, but then the Rangers draw some power plays, and this was key. Andrew Kopp, the former Ranger, holds Eric Gustafson at 7-19. And the Rangers score. And it's Chris Kreider with his classic tip-in on the power play. His ninth goal of the season for Kreider, assisted by Gustafson and Panarin. So with that point by Panarin, and he would get another point, but with that one, he extends his season opening point streak to 12 games. When this game is over, 20 points for Panarin in 12 games. He has been unbelievable. So good. Um and has been one of the best players in the NHL in the early going. So Kreider from Gustafson. So Gustafson takes the shot. It goes through and Kreider. All, and Trocek was kind of in the mix there as well. So, you know, uh, Husso could do nothing about it. But Kreider scores his ninth to give the Rangers a 2-0 lead. And then they go right back on the power play as Christian Fisher trips Braden Schneider at 747. And it's a goal again for Vincent Trocek, his second goal of the night, third goal of the season from Zibanejad and Kreider at 8.15. This is a nice play where Kreider gets the puck, finds Zibanejad, and Zibanejad makes a nice pass. Uh, and Trocek, uh, with, with, with kind of a bouncing puck, shoots it right away, snapshot and in. Gives the Rangers a 3-0 lead, and then they would take, uh, make it 4-0. The best line this year offensively is always the Artemi Panarin line. And so Panarin scores his seventh from Lafreniere, a really nice pass by Lafreniere behind the net to Panarin, who scores. And, and for Alexi, um, you know, a really I thought it was a really good game for him. Had a lot of jump, looked good. Just, you know, besides that assist, I thought it was a good game for him. And that line in general, they were probably all, you know, the stars of the night. Uh, so that makes it 4 nothing Rangers. And then they would score again, Will Cooley. With a, with a tip-in goal. And he's shown, you know, an ability to kind of be a net front guy 
um, and, and has some decent hands, uh, you know, and has a little bit of skill. So Cooley with his third goal of the season from Jones and Strider, and this is a, a, a shot by Jones from the point. And Zach Jones, especially in the first two periods, really looked good in the offensive zone. Strider as well. So like they provided some offense, which was nice. Rangers have a five nothing lead. Then at fourteen twenty three, Jake Wallman cross checks Barkley Goodrow. The Red Wings kill it off, and then a bad call at nineteen fifty seven. Um, of the second, Keandre Miller called for tripping Daniel Sprung. Uh, shouldn't have been called, but they call it. Rangers call it off. We go to the third period. It's still 5-0. And at 434, Barkley Goodrow cross-checks Moritz Sider. And then during that penalty, Keandre Miller's called for delay a game at 543. So the Rangers kill those off. But very soon after the Miller uh, penalty expires, Rasmussen scores his second of the season from Sherratt and Petrie. So 7.55 makes it 5-1. So the shutout is over for quick. And then right after that, 20 seconds later, it's a goal by Costin. His first goal of the season from Sherratt and Fisher. So the fourth line doing a nice job for the Red Wings at this point. Uh, not a great defensive play by Zach Jones on this goal here. Um, you know, some of the, the, the more depth players, I think, were on for some of these goals. The fourth line and... Um, you know, in the third pair, but it is 5-2 at this point. And the Red Wings score again. At 13-49, the former Ranger Andrew Kopp scores his fifth goal of the season from Comfer and Husso. Nice play by Husso, the goalie, to kind of set this up. Caught the Rangers sleeping a little bit on a bad line change, and they make it 5-3. Then uh, the Red Wings did have some chances. Quick made some stops. They had some defense. And ultimately, the Rangers win this 5-3. And like I said, they are now on an eight-game point streak. They are 7-0-1 in the last eight. And they're 9-2-1 overall. It, it has been a really good start. And especially, again, no Shesterkin, no Fox in particular, no Heedle. So for them to bank these points with those guys out is really, really important. So now the Rangers' next game is Thursday, and they will take on the Minnesota Wild, who they just played Saturday night. That was their one loss that they've had in, in a long stretch of time. And, you know, Minnesota tonight beat the Islanders. So they're playing better hockey. The wild record now sits at 5-5-2. Five, five, they got off to a, you know, a slow start. They're coming on strong. But I'd like to think, you know what, or is it better than 5-5-2? Five, five, and two? Let me see. It might be. Is it 6-5-2? five and two? No, I think it, it actually might be 5-5-2. Five, five, and two. So, um, yeah, Minnesota who is playing better lately, but I think the Rangers will be up for the task. You know, it doesn't mean they're going to win the game, but I think that, look, it was such a, you know, a game that happened only a few days ago when they really performed poorly at Minnesota. So I think the Rangers will put their best foot forward. We'll see what happens. Um, the Wild, again, they're coming on strong. You know, Matt Zuccarello will be back in Madison Square Garden. I'm sure he'll, you know, do some things to hurt his former team. Marc-Andre Fleury was in net for Minnesota tonight. I wouldn't be too surprised if he's in net again on Thursday uh, at MSG. And could Igor be back? Maybe. But there's really no need to rush him. Uh, I could see Quick getting this next game and then the one against Columbus as well on Sunday. And then, and then maybe we'll see Igor uh, after they have a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe that's when he'll be back. But we'll see. Uh, again, you know, as long as the Rangers play well in front of Quick, which they did tonight, they'll be okay. Um, so, yeah, 
the uh, the Rangers are able to bounce back after a rough night in Minnesota. They beat the Detroit Red Wings at MSG by a score of 5-3. to three, And now they will take on the Minnesota Wild again on Thursday night.